We'd like to welcome everyone back to the Nova Society. And today, Brooklyn and I conclude our conversation, this time talking about the potential of a government shutdown in this very short episode, uh, where we're really talking about what are the options possible for addressing the pressing need of funding the federal government. So let's listen in. So what are your thoughts on the potential for a government shutdown? My my concern is that giving in to narcissists, there's, there's never an end to the demands. It's not just going to be, well, we want an impeachment inquiry. It's going to be, we want an impeachment proceedings. It's not going to be, we want to fund the government for a short time, it's going to be, we don't want to fund Ukraine anymore, or we will shut down the government. It's going to be, we, you know, we want this, and we want that, and we want something else, and we want something else, and we want something. And I don't see that there's going to be an end to the demands. I mean, there may be a finite number of demands um, from this, as you call it, crazy caucus, but I don't, I mean, I, I don't, the moderate Republicans are not going to go for those, but the, the so-called, as you say, crazy caucus, they, they are, these demands are not going to stop. So I don't see that McCarthy is going to hold his speakership regardless of what he does, because he's not, as having put himself in this position, as, as you say, he's not going to be able to satisfy everybody. No, no, and he—he's not. And I—I th- I think at the opening of this, I said, you know, this is McCarthy's own fault. This is the position he put himself in, and I think he did the calculation. I'm not good. I think Kevin McCarthy is a an adept political operator. I do. I know that's a surprise, but I do think he's an adept political operator. Get into the speakership. Look at the numbers. The crazy caucus is not a majority. The crazy caucus cannot do much other than demand things. The Democrats probably look at Kevin McCarthy. They probably don't agree with 90% of what he says, but they also understand that if they allow him to have to vacate the chair, what do you get next? Do you get a Marjorie Taylor Greene or a, or a, you know, say a, a Gates. So their attitude is, is that, okay, we will, I would think that there's going to be some Democrat Democrats that are going to get behind McCarthy in a way. But then again, now he has to make a deal with, so he has to make the deal with the devil. I mean, which devil you're going to make the deal with. And I think, and this is why I say, I think he's a, a good political operator. He, I think he understood that. I think he did the math. There's a five-vote majority for Republicans. You've got the 20 or so, uh, and I don't even know if it's 20. I'd have to really sit down and add it up. You've got the 20 or so crazy caucus. You've probably got 20 or so moderate Republicans that are in that tenuous position of, yes, I was elected by my district, but my district voted for Biden. So that kind of kind of mitigates the crazy caucus in a way. Then you've got the real Republicans 
who just want to get think, you know, we want to get the governing. We've had an opportunity. They said they wanted to govern. We want to govern, but they haven't done any governing because they've been fooling around with all this other stuff. So I, again, I, I don't see, I, I, this is why I think he's, he's, he's been adept at this. Um, will he survive if they call for a, uh, for him to step down from the chair? I think he would. I think, I think he might. I think there's a pretty good chance of it because again, the Democrats have to say the devil I do know, as opposed to the devil, I don't because who knows what, what crazy bugger they're going to put in there. So I, I think that that is the, a good political calculation. Now, as far as the debt ceiling, as far as not the debt ceiling, as far as uh, shutting down the government, again, he's going to have to reach across the aisle. Those 20 crazy caucus members cannot shut down the government. Can't do it. They haven't got the, that. 20 is just not, not enough. So I think that, you know, he's going to have to, again, play the very adept political type rope here. And he's got to know, okay, who do I got in my Republican caucus? Who do I got that will support keeping the government open, do the math. And then if he loses the 20 crazy caucuses and say, let's say he loses 50 total. Let's say 30 more of them say, yeah, we're going to close down the government. So he's got 50 votes. He's short. That's when you go across and you say, hey, Hakeem Jeffries, you know this is a bad idea. I need your help. And that's bipartisanship at its best. The only problem is it's bipartisanship you know, at the end of a, you know, at the end of a shotgun, but Hey, bipartisanship, even if it's at the end of a shotgun, Hey, it's something it's better than what we've got. So, you know, I'm not going to be as the debt ceiling. I was pretty sure was, was, was going to be raised that I was pretty sure about the shutting down the government. That's something that we have to see how it plays out again. It's all going to depend on if McCarthy is as adept at walking the political tightrope as I think he might be, or if he's not, I think saying we're going to do an impeachment inquiry as opposed to an impeachment proceeding, I think he's throwing them the bone with no meat on it. And, you know, in some ways, yeah, that's a, you know, that's pretty politically adept in my mind. So hopefully that helps put your mind at ease onto that one. Yeah, I hope so. Because I, um, I become, as you know, overly emotional and I need to have, uh, your logic to, uh, calm me down here. Well, you know, and again, like you said, all all the idea, the increasing the size of the House of Representatives, all these things, that's not going to happen anytime soon. It's not just it's just not going to happen. Right. Um, but it's an idea. We'll see how it all plays out. Um, but right now, it is really incumbent upon those constituents of the crazy caucus to get in there and say to their representatives, Hey, we expect you to do something that helps us. 
impeaching Biden doesn't do anything for us. Maybe it makes us feel a little bit better. Okay. But if you shut down the government, there's a there's a true impact, detrimental impact for us. So there we have it. Um, either do the job or we'll elect somebody else. And I think until the country comes back to its senses where they say, hey, you're sent there for a responsibility to do stuff. We have serious problems and serious issues. We need serious people to deal with them. And unless, until that constituency comes out and says, yep, this is not a reality TV show. This is government that in fact impacts the lives of people. Do your damn job. Or just like everywhere else in the world, if you don't do your job, we're going to fire you. Yeah. And put yep. somebody else in there that will. Yep. Yep. So, so Brooke, that looks like all the time we have for today. Yes, indeed, Mark. Yes, indeed. So we we'll will continue to monitor this and see what yes, happens. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. And I'll try to keep my emotional uh, ranting here under control. It's all right. Hey, you know. There, there's a lot of it going on, and and it's it, it's serious stuff. I mean, it's stuff that people should be concerned about. My problem again goes back to people aren't as concerned about it as they should be. Yeah. You know, we are not the honey boo boo show. You cannot yeah. run a country, you know, as a reality TV show. So let's let's get serious again. And you know, they say make America great again. You want to make America great again? Start being American. And stop being, you know, a contestant on Honey Boo Boo or Mama June or whatever, whatever those those reality TV shows are. You know, I don't stop know. trying I've to. I've never seen one. <laughs> I've I've never seen one either. I just see it, and I'm, you know, you see the commercial, and I say, people actually watch this stuff. I've never uh, even seen a commercial for one. I I have, and I say, wow, that's rather odd. So anyway, we'll talk to you later. Yep. Take care. Take care. So that's all the time we have for today's episode. We'd like to thank our sponsors, the JCIS, an open journal for upcoming scholars. The JCIS is currently accepting article submissions for their fall 2023 edition. Call for papers information can be found in the description. The Phoenix Group, an independent research consortium offering solutions for social issues through multidisciplinary and unbiased research. And BH Conflict Resolution Services, a full-service dispute resolution firm offering expert and cost-effective mediation services to couples, groups, and businesses. BHCRS can be reached at www.bhcrs.com. We'd like to thank our podcast partners, Buzzsprout, who hosts the Nova Society, iHeartRadio, where people get their music and podcasts, Apple iTunes, the largest source for music and podcasts on the internet, Spotify, the most popular source for the Nova Society podcast. Finally, PodKite, our analytical partners. We'd like to thank all of our listeners. If you have a comment, question, or would like to be a guest on the Nova Society, we can be reached at nova.society.podcast at gmail.com. We'd also like to remind everyone that the Nova Society podcast is now available on our new YouTube channel. We encourage everyone to check out the channel and like and subscribe. The link can be found in our description. Remember, the power of society is knowledge. So for Dr. Brooklyn Ann Weldon and all of us here at the Nova Society podcast, I'm Dr. Mark Bound. Be well, and we hope to see you again next time.